You are listening to ACPN. Hi, I'm Angry Man. And I'm Gidget Von LaRue, and we have an 80s movie podcast called the Retro Cinema Podcast. We talk and give trivia, well, just a little bit of trivia, on 80s movies that we both watched back in the 80s. We cover all genres, including comedy, horror, drama, fantasy, musical, animation, action, and even film noir. Yeah, we cover them all. So you can find us at theretrocinema.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Klopak, is that Slavic? No! <laughs> give, <laughs> give us, us a, a listen. listen. Gabe. I'm tired of old movies. Well, let's watch some new ones. Yeah, maybe like a mini-sode or something? Dude, are you reading my mind? That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's go to the movies! Hey there, listener. It's me, your favorite friend, Gabe Whitehurst, and welcome to Rewind Cinema. (laughs) Am I really their favorite friend? We're friends. (laughs) We're friends. Yeah. Uh, Favorite friend sounds like an imaginary friend. Like Like, your Mr. Rogers type. Yeah, it's your favorite friend, Gabe Whitehurst. Oh, God. Gabe with like a button-down shirt, buttoned-down to like his... It's a nightmare. (laughs) It's just a child's nightmare. Uh, Hey, thanks for tuning in. You know what? Normally, we go back in time, but Mm -hmm. again, we wanted to stay here Mm -hmm. in in, in present day and go see a movie. Sometimes getting in the time machine is tiresome. It it takes a lot. It really saps you. It it like reorganizes your atoms and and all of your quarks and your... uh, Talk about... Molecules. Talk about jet lag. Yeah, am I right? You, you go back to to 1980. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. 2004, a lot out of you. Seriously, you know. So I don't want to revisit those memories. No, no. And we have many times for you, listener. <laughs> so now today we decided we'd stay in the present day. We went to the movie theater the other night in New York City, and we saw a little movie called Logan Lucky. Jimmy, I'm just gonna say it. I gotta let you go. You were just fired. I was let go for liability reasons involving insurance. The one-armed bartender. (laughs) You need to show a little respect. Charlotte Motor Speedway. I know how they move the money. The only guy who knows anything about blowing up real bank vaults is Joe Bang. I am incarcerated. Yeah, we got a plan to get you out. Coca-Cola 600 is the biggest race of the year. We need a computer whiz. I know everything there is to know about computers, okay? All the Twitters, I know them. Welcome to the Coca-Cola 600. Now, how many yards away is the vault? 20 yards. I don't know, maybe 30. Is it 20 or is it 30? We are dealing with science here. Let 
Soderbergh directed this? Soderbergh, bro. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven fame, am oh, I right? Man. And a lot of other stuff, too. Coming but. out of hiatus. Yeah. It's uh, been working on TV a lot. Hasn't been doing many films. Yeah. No, it was, it, was, it was fun to watch. We had a good time. We took our buddy Josh Reebok with us, mm-hmm. who reviewed The Master on our show in season one. We had a good time at the theater. Matt, you want to talk about this film? Sure. As we mentioned, uh, directed by Steven Soderbergh, who also directed Ocean's 11, 12, 13, and the movie Traffic, which was very big at the time. I remember that coming out in theaters and not yeah. being allowed to see it. A lot of George Clooney stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Lots of TV. That's what he's been doing lately. Um, Godless, Red Oaks, The Girlfriend Experience. Lots of lower tier TV. It's where um, the money is, Matt. It's where the money is. Hey, I know. You know how to tell me twice. But uh, some stars in this movie, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, Daniel Craig, Riley Keough is in this, who we uh, talked about when we reviewed It Comes at Night. Uh, so a pretty star-studded cast. This is a very good cast. They all do a great job. Even like Katie Holmes is in this. Catherine Waterston is in this. Yeah, he has uh, a great the, cast. The guy from The Office. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's in it. Seth MacFarlane... Yeah, Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people in it. It's good. Uh, A basic plot is just that two brothers attempt to pull off a high string in NASCAR race in North Carolina. Cool. So uh, it's very Southern. Um, It's very... I don't know. It's it's a heist movie, I guess, if you want want to put it in that perspective. Which Soderbergh is proven to be good at. Yeah, but it has a different spin on it that we don't really see very often. You know, being in North Carolina, we're getting a very unique perspective as the Oceans 11, 12, 13. All these people were very affluent. Yeah. Uh, they were very, you know, they had a lot of experience doing heists. Yes. These two guys, uh, Channing Tatum worked in a construction company that was digging ground underneath the NASCAR arena just because, like, he gets fired and that's why he's mad and that's kind of like his catalyst to, you know... Uh, do this and Adam Driver just works in a bar he's missing his arm Iraq veteran uh, very slow you know he played so, it very well yeah yeah he was hilarious um, mm-hmm. a lot of great stars I think Adam Driver was my favorite in this movie mm-hmm. the best actor of the bunch in my opinion I mean Daniel Craig is great but I Adam Driver is just really talented and I think he was the most believable Channing Tatum slipped into a little bit of the like playing into the dialect yeah like a little bit of silly acting in a f- couple moments, but I think he's a great actor. I think Adam Driver did that too, though. The way really? that he spoke, it just didn't feel. It felt like a caricature. Yeah, I mean, it it was a caricature, but I th- I feel like it was better than Channing Tatum was. Yeah, but I I like Channing Tatum. I have yeah. no problem with him. I put pretty much everyone on a level playing field here. I d- I yeah. didn't think that anyone stood out above anyone else. I think they all worked in tandem very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. The little girl who played uh, Channing Tatum's daughter was really good. Her name mm-hmm. is Farrah McKenzie. I looked her up. She's been in a ton of stuff since she was like five, but <laughs> I've never seen her, and she was great in yeah. this movie. Gosh, she was so natural. Very great. Dude, really I hope good. Hollywood doesn't mess her up, man. Man, it will. Right? <laughs> Probably. Am, am I right? You know? Just like, uh, what, what's his face? Who has the band now? Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, who? Wait, wait, sorry. Uh, he has a band and he wears a hoodie and. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Macaulay Culkin? No, no, not Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I don't know. What's his name, man? I don't know. Who are you talking about? I'll remember it later. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this is like, in, in terms of a direction standpoint, this is very Soderbergh. It's very cold. It's very meticulous in the way that he lays everything out. Like, 
the humor in this is so it almost verges on like anti-humor to me it's like it's so um he tries to be realistic i guess in the humor and that he always like draws attention to the things they're talking about like yeah people say the google and people say the like the twitters i don't know i I think that kind of stuff is annoying personally okay but I, th- I think overall, I like, I like his humor a lot, even though it's dry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciated it. Like, Soderbergh, I, I feel like he's kind of multi-talented here because Ocean's Eleven is a really funny movie. He can be funny. Yeah. But then he went and directed stuff like Haywire, like a, a total action movie with a, that woman who was a wrestler or something. I forgot her name. But Mm-mm. I don't know. I, 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 I the point is, I like his, I like his humor. I like his style when he wants to be stylish. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like, you're either going to enjoy this movie, or not, based on how you <laughs> react to the humor. Yeah, because I think it's a solid story. I think all the actors do a good job, but I think that like the way that the comedy is written is going to determine whether or not you like this movie. Yeah, but and also in Soderbergh's style, everything just kind of connects together perfectly. Like everything comes together with a nice, neat little bow. Even though I think that the third act in this movie isn't great, and I think it was the worst part of this movie, I think that everything kind of comes together nicely and doesn't leave any loose ends. I think no. it kind of covers his tracks nicely. Yeah, totally. I, I definitely agree. After all the work they put in, it's got a nice, nice ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would say one thing about acting: I wouldn't put Hillary Swank on the <laughs> same level as the other actors. You mean in a negative way? I did not like her delivery, and I'm not sure yeah. if that was Soderbergh telling her to try to be menacing. But if it was, she didn't do a good job of that. No, I don't think so. She disguises her voice. Mm-hmm. Well, not the character, but just she. I don't know why I said disguise. she kind of talks I, like this. I don't, yeah, she talks the entire time. I don't know why I said disguises. Yeah, but she's like, "We're looking for him, Captain. We know what you've done," mm-hmm. and it it's not funny. Yeah, so I don't I don't know why she did that. Like like I said when we came out of the movie, I think it's for a reveal at the end. I think it's specifically for that, and nobody can tell me otherwise, but we'll get to that in spoilers. We're not going to do spoilers yet. All right. I can tell you otherwise, and I will, <laughs> sir. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure, bud. So uh, the script was written by Rebecca Blunt. Rebecca which is Black? Actually not Rebecca Black. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this movie would have been all about Friday. Yeah. But it's definitely a pseudonym. She has one credit. This is it. Hmm. And a lot of people speculate that it's actually Soderbergh writing under a pseudonym. Okay. Which yeah. I'm not sure why he would, but it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know why you would. Just, just for fun, because you're bored. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Need some excitement know. in your yeah, life. I yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. We'll get into this more in spoilers, but I think that the momentum kind of halts in the third act, in between the second and the third act. Uh, the sound was great. There's a lot of John Denver in the soundtrack. Yep. Very good soundtrack. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Country Roads, Take Me Home. You know, that's the like the national anthem of West what, Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, I mean, it was nothing special in terms of what they did with sound. They just kind of played music and made cars sound like cars. And yeah. No, there wasn't anything crazy. It was just what it was supposed to be. Yep. Definitely. But um, all in all, I did enjoy this movie quite a bit. Uh, there were some pacing issues for me. I thought all the acting across the board was pretty good. Um, just watch it if you like really dry humor. There yeah. are some genuinely funny moments in this movie, but it it all comes from the situation. There's no like, there's no one liners. There are no like, no, there's no. no forced comedy. No, I mean, our I was really happy because our audience was really laughing a lot. Yeah, they they totally got it, and there, 
I don't know. There's moment. There's like a great moment where Adam Driver goes into this list of things that have happened to the Logan family. It's like <laughs> a curse, and he just keeps going and keeps going, and it's really funny. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it's very dry. Yeah, you're right. It's not one liner comedy. It's not slapstick. It's just sort of this. You're not getting Kevin Hart here. You're not getting like in your face, right? Loud. Yeah, comedy. And, and, and we don't want that here. No, it's it's better. It's we don't, quiet. We don't want funny. that crap. Dude. We don't want that crap here, dude. We want Soderbergh. Yeah, one more Soderbergh. Yeah. So Logan Lucky is probably going to be out for a little bit. It's not doing too well, unfortunately. Um, as I mentioned to you before, Soderbergh is actually distributing this through his own On company. His own. Okay. So he's not using a big company to do this, and um, I think it's suffered because of that, unfortunately. So it probably won't be out too much longer, so I would recommend going to check it out as soon as you can if it's in theaters. But uh, that's it, and we're going to get into spoilers. Spoil it. Hey, Snake kills Dumbledore. Okay, so I mentioned that the the pacing kind of struggles in the third act. So uh, basically what happens is that Channing Tatum has a change of heart in this movie, and uh, or so we think, and gives away all of the money that they spent the time stealing, right? And so we're a part of this 20-minute scene sequence that tries to figure out who stole the money because the FBI is after and the police are after him. Yeah. They're trying to piece everything together. But then we're just told, oh, he actually kept some of the money on the side. And it's supposed to be clever, I think, but it just ended up being annoying. Yeah, I agree. The, there's a big reveal at the end where he has money. Yeah. And he pays everyone off. But they make you think for about 30, 20, 30 minutes that he gave it all away. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Did he do that just to protect himself? To, to, to protect everyone that was involved? Well, yeah, because later he says that he um, thought they were watching him. So he said that he waited for his cell phone bill to go, or his cell phone to turn off. Right. Which is a pretty clever thing, I guess. But when you're doing cleverness for cleverness sake, and it's not in any way interesting, I just, I wasn't invested in it because... I agree. On top of that, like I said, Hilary Swank was, I thought, bad. So seeing her in the movie for 20 minutes trying to deduce what was happening was so interesting and boring to me. It's just not important. Yeah, I agree with you. I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like this would have been a much better movie if they just got away with it, and, you and, know? And did it also make sense that he gave money back but kept some of it? Like, I guess the way that they justify that is at the end they say that they don't know how much money they stole. Yeah. So... Yeah, that, presumably it was a ton it, of money. Right, that's the only way it works. But how could you, I mean, how could you not know that, right? Like, sh- shouldn't you know that based on the amount of things that they sold at the, at the racetrack that day? They should be able to know how much was gone. Am I, is well, that, am they I, well they went off of credit cards, right? That was part of the plan as they blew up the credit card, you know, machine, uh, the head of the machine. I don't know and then people had that. to pay with cash. Everyone had to pay with okay. cash, so I'm yeah, sure. Okay. And they were busy, so I'm sure they lost track of stuff. Okay. I'm not like... That's okay. Okay. But what I think is is lame is that they he just wants to feel clever is what this seems like. Hmm. Like in Ocean's 11 there was like a a big reveal at the end, right? That like what what was it? I can't remember what it was, but I know that like George Clooney was involved in something yeah, and there's like, always a big twist, yeah. But it, in this it felt so forced as opposed to Ocean's Eleven, where it was like, they could have just gotten away with it, but okay, you make the entire third act about catching them? Yeah. It just didn't seem important in this movie. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, they, they made us believe that he gave the money back. I, I didn't... I mean, I knew it was Soderbergh, and I was like, there might be a twist here, but then all of a sudden there is a twist, but, the, but there's no reason for it, really. Yeah. 
It just kind of yeah. That's happens. that's really my only gripe with the movie. Yeah. This is how they handle the third act. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. I, I loved the whole thing. It was it was a little slow at points, mm-hmm. but totally enough to keep you invested and interested. Everyone's acting is great. I, but you're right that it, it it dips there and then it picks back up at the end and it pays off. But I think they could have cut out something. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know. I think they could have just gotten away with it and it would have been satisfying. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because they went through so much to do it. Well, but they have to like, because at the end, so they talk about these two brothers that helped them out and Channing Tatum says, oh, they're going to know what we want them to know. Yeah. And when he says that in the the first time, you have no idea what he's, you're like, okay, whatever. And then the end, it goes back and replays all these crucial moments in the heist where Channing Tatum was, was in total control and we didn't know that. Yeah. So they just let us in on things he was actually doing. Lying to these two brothers, and I guess that's the big point, is that they have to reveal all that to make it special. Otherwise, it wouldn't be that special? I guess. I don't know. It would be good, but now it's like, oh, okay, I see all the crap they did. But But I felt like up until that point, it was a really good movie. Yeah, it was. So if it had just ended and everyone had won in the end, I would have been fine with that. Yeah, maybe... Maybe some people appreciate the chase. I, I think don't know. I think maybe what what they should have done is cut out the Hillary Swank stuff. They would show that the law the loss can't figure it out. They have maybe one scene right where they're being questioned. Yeah, and then they get they get away, and then it can go back and show us what they actually did, and then we'd be like, oh, we're so impressed. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was Hillary Swank, several scenes, boring. Yeah, but whatever, it, it's okay. The movie's still really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they bring her back in the end, too, which is why I think they disguised her voice is because in the end, the last scene is Channing Tatum, Riley Keough, Daniel Craig, and Adam Driver all in this bar. They're all interacting. Um, And then we see this woman's head. It comes into focus. And Adam Driver walks over to take her drink order because he's bartending. And he says, like, what do you have, miss? And she orders, and it's obviously her voice. Right, yeah. But we can tell it's Hillary Swank, so this didn't even pay off. But it's basically like her keeping tabs on the people. Like, she wants to figure out what went wrong because she's very competitive, I guess, or she felt cheated, or she felt like she knew what was going on. She she knows something happened, but she doesn't know how it happened. And the, the Texas, or Texas Motor Speedway, the Carolina Speedway or whatever fires are, and they're like, we don't need your services anymore. Not mm-hmm. fires are, but they're like, we're done investigating. But I think she just knows something's up and she wants to keep tabs. But mm. I didn't think it was that big of a reveal. It's not. I think that's the wrong word. It's not a reveal. It's just her... But it was obviously trying to be. Why would they have disguised her face for so long in that scene if they weren't trying to make a reveal? Yeah, I don't know. And they also changed her hairstyle. Yeah. I don't. You're right. I mean, it's confusing. I don't know why they did that. It wasn't necessary. She could have been the same person. Yeah. She never interacted with the Logan brothers mm-hmm. until that moment. Yeah. So they didn't know who she was, right? Mm-hmm. No, they didn't know. So well, that's why Adam Driver goes right over to her and takes her drink order. Yeah. Uh, that because it ends and nothing happens. If something happened after that, yeah. And she fell for one of them and became involved somehow. Then it's interesting. This way, it's just like okay. The movie's still over. Yeah. You're not I mean we're not gonna waste time thinking about you like chasing the Logan boys after this. Who cares? <laughs> the Logan boys. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I thought of it. I thought it's a very good movie. I think you should go see it. It's like a three and a half out of five star movie for me. Um I would recommend going to watch it if you like this type of comedy, if you don't like dry humor, 
if you don't like situational comedy, you are not going to appreciate this movie, so I would not recommend it for you. Uh, but otherwise, go see it. Go see it. It's it's a little long, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I agree. It's yeah. good. It's very good. Very good. All right. Well, that is it for us. I don't know when we're going to have a next mini-sode. Gabe has some plans for the next few weeks. I don't know if he's going to go see a movie. If he doesn't, no big deal. We'll have a mini-sode in probably two weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, next time, if you want to check us out, you can go on rewindcinema.com. We'll have a written review for this. You can check that out. You can find us on Rewind Cinema Pod on Twitter and Facebook or Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and if you like the music that you heard on today's show, is there music on today's show? There is music. Naturalanthem.net. <laughs> and that's it. Sweet. Until next time, everyone, watch more movies. <laughs>